Hello and welcome to Profiles in Risk. This is your host, Tony Canis. Today I have with me Jen Pugsley on a second attempt to re- record this podcast. Uh, last time we only got a couple of minutes in before my connection was just horrific. Uh, so, so first of all, thank you for having the patience to, to re-record. Uh, so so uh, uh, I think it was, what, like three weeks ago that we made the first attempt? Yeah. Uh, so now we're recording on December 18th, uh, day before my birthday, by the way, I turn 41 tomorrow. Happy um, birthday. Thank you. Thank you. And I can only imagine that that if if Canada was cold-ish uh, three weeks ago, it's probably super cold and snowy now. Well, it's super weird because it's a very warm year. It's an unprecedented warm year. So it's actually... I think we have like a little this the little dusting, okay? Like I mean dusting of snow and we've been sitting around like 3 above, 3 to 6 above pretty much this whole time. That's not bad. That's not bad. For for my uncouth American listeners who don't speak Celsius, uh you said how, what, what you said 4 5 degrees above zero? Yeah. So that's uh, like 36 to 30, kind of 38 yeah. Fahrenheit, something like that. So, so yeah, very, very, very decent. Uh, Where about are you again? I can't remember. You're all, you're all- I, I, I'm, I'm in Ohio right now. So 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 uh, uh, just got in uh, yesterday and we drove down to, no, we, we got in Saturday, drove down to Kentucky uh, uh, yesterday uh, and then drove up this morning. Uh, and it snowed on oh. the way up from Kentucky pretty hard, uh, okay. but it, it has not been super cold. It, it, it's been nice. uh, around the same temperature you're at right now. Yeah, it you're getting the best of both worlds. You're getting the the kind of like the snowy holiday feeling, but not the cold. Yes, it, it's it's snowing right now, uh, but but yeah, it, it has not gotten su- super cold. Uh, awesome. so, so, so I can't complain. We're only in for like 10 days. Uh, so so uh, I'm hoping that it doesn't get much worse or I might not go anywhere. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, awesome. So I don't even know if I properly introduced you. Jen uh, Pugsley, VP of Customer Success at Goose Digital. And yeah. we met at the fantastic Amplify Broker Tech Fest in Calgary uh, at yeah. the beautiful Canadian Museum of, of Music, which was my first visit to Calgary and, and a great experience overall, great conference overall, uh, great job to Truffle on that. Uh, and you had a great session, by the way. Uh, Thank you. So, so that was, that was fantastic. Uh, we always give the guests the, the chance to give the elevator pitch. Uh, what is Goose Digital? Sure. Yeah. So Goose Digital is a full service digital marketing agency. We've had a insurance practice for over seven years. We work with brokers, carriers, MGAs, I would say mostly in North America, some in the UK. Um, And we really combine in-house insurance expertise uh, with modern marketing, uh, digital marketing strategy and execution services um, to accelerate new business retention um, and loyalty. So we often get wrapped up in the insure tech world. People sometimes think we're an insure tech, but we're, we're not. We're a pure service provider, digital marketing and technology service provider. But um, when it comes to the insure tech, we're like the rest of the technology that Goose Digital would support 
um, CRM technology or marketing automation technology, we are always at the table in the same conversations. So we, we have the ability to operate lead management and marketing functions of that insure tech. Okay, so whether it's Truefla, you know, or applied technology or some of the other ones that are out in the space, but that's really our differentiator is that we are a service provider. So we support any technology uh, that the customer wants to use, essentially as well as all your other traditional um, digital marketing, you know, realms. So paid media, uh, organic, SEO, content and copy. Uh, that's kind of a tough one in the insurance industry. And yeah, we've been at this for 10 years. Insurance is about 38 to 40% uh, of our business. The rest of it is financial broad, B2B tech, and, and manufacturing. So we are bringing, you know, a lot of the, you know, I, I guess best of breed, I guess, not best of breed, but like we are bringing a lot of that knowledge from other industries that actually tend to struggle with the exact same things. We like to think insurance is, you know, has its own unique challenges and it does, but um, we are bringing them together in the sense of knowledge sharing, right? So, yeah. That's us. So, so a uh, kind of end-to-end -end marketing from from strategy to like execution. Yeah, yeah. We are hands. I mean, people hire us for, you know, we have small brokers that would use Goose Digital for their entire outsourced uh, marketing department, and then we have uh, larger companies that and larger brokers that we are extra hands. Right, we're provide. We're just another kind of become part of their 10 person team already. And um, yeah, so it's basically a soup to nuts service. Okay. Um from my perspective, the 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 fact that 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 you've got an insurance background is yes, exactly. This is such a weird industry. Um <laughs> how 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 did it come to 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 happen? How 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 did you guys come to to uh, to to create? Yeah. So I my insurance background I I went insurance um, and my brother actually went tech. Okay. So I started on the banking side and then moved into kind of a direct writer environment and then moved into um, the brokerage world, okay? And my family owned brokerages throughout Alberta, right? So I, I kind of, the last kind of stint, I guess, of my insurance career, I was at one of my family's brokerages and coming up as a commercial producer, but also paying attention to what my brother was doing in Toronto at the time. Um, and he was building a, you know, a, a online uh, e-commerce business that was bringing mid mid to large and small retailers brick and mortar retailers online for the first time anyways i was fascinated with how they were using you know marketing automation technology and crm and and all these tactics to kind of grow and i and i was kind of you know thinking there must be a better way so anyways i put my i put my uh the steps in place to transition my career and convinced my brother to give me a job at that other company. That company sold very quickly. And then in um, 2014, Goose Digital was operating under a different name and it was 
really kind of formalized in 2014, 2015. And I said, let's look at this insurance industry because X, Y, Z, my, my mom at the time was going through an exit on her brokerage. And um, here we are, I guess, 10 years later, just so that's how the story started, right? I was boots on the ground broker. We started working in the broker channel. Then we advanced into um, working with carriers and helping them better market to the broker channel. Uh, and then kind of the MGA is the same type of angle. And so that's kind of just how it all started. It's just similar to, to even, you know, some of the people in the space, right? That's how Tanya and I from Trupla really close, similar background, similar, um, and just every product use case that we built was based on boots on the ground knowledge. So. Hey, so what, 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 what is the process like when, when, when a new client reaches out? Yeah. Well, it's it can be different. I think we work. I mean, it's different and it's changed. It's changed over the years and and changed in a in a really good way. I feel like customers know a lot more of what they want or where they're at in their process for their digital their digital journey. Right. I think that before that, we were driving a lot of that conversation. Right now, not so much. I think that these, even if you're a smaller organization or smaller brokerage, they have made a lot of investments. They have been doing a lot of things, whether that's very tactical and, and, and even strategic. They've made a lot of investments in technology. They've made a lot of investments in, in people. So I do find that, um, you know, I think they come to us when there's really a strategic gap or they've they're they're kind of overworked i guess in a in a realm of they're they're having trouble getting to innovation because they're just so bogged down with executing their existing content calendar or their existing digital marketing tactics so they're not really kind of getting into that transformative nature or how can we use data to make this campaign better Right. Whereas those conversations have matured over the last, I'd say, since COVID, the, even the even the last year and a half, they're just different conversations. So I think they want more strategy, um, and then they need almost like hands to to get to then go and carry that strategy through. Right on multiple levels, whether it's their data, Goose gets involved in several conversations with brokers and carriers around technology, but particularly brokers with BMS technology, right? They look at Goose as this consulting soundboard, if you will. Now we don't have all those answers, right? But we really can help um, be a, a, we can be a part of that broader sales and marketing future state conversation. And we know that the BMS um, and several pieces of technology play a, play a large role there. And for, for, for the, the American listeners, uh, BMS okay. is, is Canadian for AMS. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I know I always, I, I was, I was on with Iris too the other day and I always, I leave that out, the AMS, BMS, but yes, same thing, right? Perfect, perfect, and 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 North American focus, but also working with European. Yeah, uh, yeah, a few in the UK over over the last little while. Yeah, yeah, mostly on the carrier front. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
And, and any any great client success stories? And and feel oh, free to share yeah. names if you want to. You don't have to. Yes, tons. Okay, so two things I think I'm I'm pretty proud of is our our team is really focused on is uh, from the carrier side, really helping our carriers create a more um, data driven but behavior driven. Uh, broker engagement strategy. So we find like a lot of carriers are coming to us and they're kind of just doing broker comms, just kind of getting them out the door, right? There's not a lot of strategy to how do we use our marketing to create and um, back up our strong relationships with our broker partners. So that's something that we've really worked hard. And a lot of that is working through data, you know, kind of stopping that whole batch and blast concept. Yes, we know, you know, critical bulletins need to get out the door. Yes, we know, you know, those types of things. But how can you then enhance that with multi-channel marketing, really looking at your segments so they're hyper-personalized? Um, so that whole broker engagement strategy has been, been really great. We've created a... Um, we followed that up with not just kind of like this the strategy behind broker engagement, but then measuring broker engagement from a marketing perspective. So how do we actually measure people that are or brokers that are engaged in um, our content and then are also writing the right type of business with us? And then vice versa, right? What if we have all, you know, this 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 group of brokers that are writing a lot of business with us, but they're actually not engaging with any of the marketing or education material that we're doing. So that's been something we've been enhancing over the last uh, 24 months. And we can really see, we can really see the, the different groups of brokers and how we can actually influence um, or do a better job at engaging with them versus just, I mean, I'm not sure you've been around the industry for a long time and um, you're probably aware that these brokers get 30, that same type of email 30 times from their markets, right? So it can get pretty, there's a lot of opportunity to shake it up, if you will. Um, the other thing I think is, uh, We've really turned for, for our broker partners is something I was really, again, passionate about on the paid media side. It's very difficult to turn a profit um, or a return from, from the broker um, revenue, right? Because brokers are only getting a portion of, they're getting the commission, not the full G to gross written premium, right? So when you're running paid programs online to drive leads, qualified leads that turn into sales, it's very difficult. You're almost like, you're almost chopped right at the heels, right? Because if the gross written premium is $1,500, great, but the broker's only seeing what? If it's auto, 12.5%, if it's property, 20% commission on that, right? So we've really, through hyper-personalization and targeting, we've really turned a corner on being able to show a return on investment, even within the first year, which on some product lines, um, from a paid, from driving paid leads. So that's that was a lot of work to try to piece all that together. Um, but uh, yeah, so I'm very proud of that because you're almost up a, you're 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 walking that fine line up a uh, you know a, a big mountain there. So yeah.
fantastic. Uh, what 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 kind of commit the 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 requires? Is it a a six month at least to to uh, to to be able to see some results or or like if you want to test the virus? What kind of it's about ninety days. Like we know the industry so well that we okay. know what to look for um, within that first ninety days. But we also know the smart strategies if you will, versus some of that longer burn. So here's an example, right? If a customer wanted to go and spend paid media dollars on a really turnkey small product, right? Like, a, I don't know, something that's a $250 premium or even lower, right? A lot of times, especially if the broker is only seeing $40 commission on that, a lot of times we'll our strategy will be more of an awareness play, right? Let's uh, an organic and awareness play versus having to see immediate results. And something like that would take more like a year. That would be a year plan. But the budgeting is so much different than, you know, you don't, you don't need a large budget to, to go after something like that. So we're very well versed on that type of the, the, the beginnings of the strategy because we've done so much of it you know, we've done everything from a photography product that was $10. Well, you got to be very strategic on, <laughs> on your budgeting when the policy is only 10 bucks, right? So. No, no, yeah. no kidding. Okay, so so yeah. that, that's the big difference of, of, of working with, with experience insurance. Yeah, you, yeah, exactly. It's like if a customer has says to me, you know, I want to do, I want to compete on auto insurance in Canada, but I, this is my, I have a very small budget. Okay, well, then let's talk about what we can do, right? Versus taking that money and flushing it down the toilet. Let's talk about, you know, what, what are the strategies that you can do if you only had a $500 budget? Um and I really help them work through the low hanging fruit that they have in their existing book. So if they don't have larger budgets, we really work through what is the low hanging fruit that we think we can get now, right? What are some of those product lines where we can maybe bring in a customer and then round them out other ways than just competing on auto insurance when we know we're up against, you know, some, some bigger players with deeper pockets type thing. Since we're recording very late 2023, any any uh, <laughs> predictions for for insurance marketing for for 24? Yeah. What are you guys expecting to see? I think we're going to see some. I mean, we're already seeing obviously a lot of AI advancements, particularly if we keep this in the marketing realm. We're seeing this a lot on the productivity side of the house, right? So being able to move quicker being able to uh, everything from the analysis on like when you said you know how long could you get to, to performance well you know what would typically take time to look at all that data and assess and test and learn and test and learn and do iterations of, of targeted messaging now takes a fraction of that time so we're we're definitely going to see advancements on insurance marketing productivity I think that that's really going to the agencies or the marketing teams that have adopted it and really understand how to use the prompts, um, understand the product and their desired outcomes. I mean, obviously, you really need to know insurance. You really need to know what you're plugging into these AI tools. Uh, but I think it's just going to allow us all to 
move fit faster and uh, get through that test and learn process quite quickly. I'll, I'll give you one quick example, but if we wanted to test out three different images, three different messagings, you know, targeted messages that we that we want per channel, let's say, to actually go and do that now, to come up with the graphics, come up with the, the copy, the personas, all of that stuff, you know, even pulling the data out of, of some of these, you know, tools that are on the market, like a Trufla or, or like an Iris, that is just a fraction of the time that it once took. So then you can get all those iterations up very quickly, see which one performs best and run with that one. So definitely AI from a productivity perspective. There's also a lot of uh, talk about how what 24, 20, 24 is going to look like from an advancement in some of these areas. So like video is only getting stronger, you know, graphic design with AI is only getting stronger, um, you know, predictive analytics and personalization. I, so I think there'll be, I think these tools are going to get stronger in 2024, I guess is what I'm saying. I, I, I do have to say your, your session with, with uh, Tanya uh, was great. Uh, very, very like, here's how we actually did it very hands-on yeah exactly what we told chat gpt to get this uh and discussion of, of several different tools uh and, and if i'm not mistaken you guys have kind of taken that on the road you're you're continuing to give that presentation uh yes. past the, the conference uh so so for the listeners uh look it up uh for for next time you guys give it i i, I thought it was it was very good which is why i shared it when when, when i saw that that, that you were uh, giving it again. Uh, so fa fa fantastic. All right. So 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 lots of generative AI actually used in marketing. Yeah. In uh, marketing, yeah. Next year is, is is what you should expect. So so listeners, if if you're not playing with it, playing with it, yeah, play with it. That's that's the best the best place to get started and. Uh, is, is just trying it out. You're right, Tanya and I got that that uh, up here in Canada. We got that course. Um, we're going to continue it on. We got it accredited and we're going to continue it on to help the audience. Because I think that the the, the practical hands-on, so I, I, I thank you that you said that because that was really, you know, dear to us is that we really wanted to make sure that, you know, when we're showing you how to, how to use it to write a live cross-sell, like we really want to show the audience, hey, this is this is how you can use it. So you can go back to the office and sign up for a free account and then say, hey, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna try this, right? It doesn't take long before you're, you know, you're actually um turning into a little bit of a whiz bang. And there's and there's so there's so many new releases that are happening um all the time. I think last week Chat GPT or a couple of weeks ago they released that you could just copy and paste a link on so let's say you wanted to copy and paste a home insurance link from your website, assuming that your website copy you know, is up to date, you could say using this, can you please create my ideal target persona? Right. So there's so many cool things just within the last month that you can do. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, thank you for your time today. This this has been yeah. very, very, very interesting. I, I think there's definitely a, a space for for this within insurance. Marketing is something that that I, I think 
basically all the insurance organizations struggle with <laughs> of all sizes. Yeah. Uh, and and using somebody that 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 understands our world is and, and that that is clearly uh, staying ahead of, of of the big changes in 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 in, in the tools that we, that we have. Uh, when, when this goes live, I'll I'll tag both you and the company uh, on thank the you. show notes and on LinkedIn. Uh, thank you so much for your time today. Thanks, Tony. Take care. Happy holidays. Thank you too.